Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Awesome for boxing social and associate. This is Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social. I'm delighted to be joined today by the Eduardinho. How are you? <laughs> that is right, it. Well, I've got to say, I'm quite tired today because I knocked my nuts out last night or yesterday, just like non-stop. Like you guys, just Eddie, do something, perform for us, do this, go to the all over the other side of London to open the lint, all the way over the other side for the Forged Irish Stout Party, and I just sort of finished last night. I thought. You are just literally a performing seal. You just get used and abused. And before we started this interview, I said to you, I'm a bit tired today. And you went, right, same again, yeah? Same again, Eddie. Like, what? The energy levels have to be off the charts. And I'll tell you what, you talk about performing seal. How did we do on the the views, Shun? Let's go, Shun. So yesterday we went viral. The Chava TikTok, 700,000 views in, yes, that's the one. There's actually people commenting, like, I can't believe Eddie's charvering it up in Wembley. Uh, and then the other little clip, 200,000 views. We go again today, we roll the content out. It's happy day. <laughs> what is that, by the way? Well, how can that be a TikTok trend? It's mad. All these little things. I was thinking, like, do I utilise it properly? And I thought a 15-second clip is all it was. For it to have in, had the interactions it had has actually blown my mind. Even I, like, it's funny, but is it that funny? Oh, my God, oh my God. when that happens, when the views roll in like that, you don't even need to chase the serotonin. <laughs> That's true, you know. That's Natural serotonin from the Shava. Do you not think the serotonin chasing's a good thing, though, Shan? Uh, yeah, I do, actually, but like, jokes aside, like, going back to ice baths, right? Yes. <coughs> when I... Um, I don't do drugs at all, ever, right? I had an ice bath the other day, and I read an article where it said, apparently it gives you the same kind of high as cocaine. Never done cocaine in my life, right? I know some people always say... Comments will be like, he's off his nose. Never in my life, never once tried it, right? And in that, I had an ice bath the other day, and I remember reading that article, and I got out, and I felt like the serotonin levels were absolutely off the planet, 
Do you know what I mean? That's what we like to hear, and that is true. We're at the weigh-in today. Jay Opatia, the IBF and Ring Magazine champion, takes on the undefeated and IBF-ranked contender Jordan Thompson with a great co-main event of Ellie Scottney in a rather world title fight. Talk us through the card. Yeah, I love the main event. Every day closer this fight gets, and every media event we do, every face-off we do, I get more and more excited about Opatia against Thompson because... Jordan's handling himself really well. That doesn't really matter till he gets in the ring. But at the end of the day, when you look in a man's eyes, you see the determination, you see how calm they're staying under the situation. And this is a big, big pressure night for him. Shout out to... No, no, no. Is almond not? I don't like, I can't, I'm allergic to almonds. No, it's the same shit. It's the same shit. I've got allergies to almonds. Seriously? You're welcome, Eddie. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, tell him. Shout out to Caitlin Bennett for the um, incorrect coffee order. Oh, a little slide dig at the end. No, I'd just like to say what happened was Caitlin Bennett came over with a couple of coffees and I did the wind up. I went, oh, is that? And she went, I didn't know you were coming. Obviously, I wouldn't be at the Wayne. So, um, <laughs> so, he's done you that. So, so then I said, I'll go and get one. She went, no. I will go and get you an Americano with oat milk. And before you know it, he's come back, the Americano with almond milk. And uh, shout out to Caitlin Bennett, doing a great job, big part of the team, big respect. Just on the topic, right, Caitlin, you can you can listen to this bit. Look at how they've spelled her name. Honestly, right, I know Starbucks, they've, what is, what, do they do it on purpose or something? Kettling. That's the worst. Yeah, that's the accent though. No. Kettling. <laughs> yeah, that's the Welsh accent. Kit from um, Tain and Weir. Newcastle. Yeah. Thanks, Kettling. Um, Connor Ben last week, I suppose just firstly, um, reaction to it, a very tough Mexican face, and now looking forward, we're going back there, looking forward to, uh, uh, well, the Eubank fight now? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, look, I think when the fight was unfolding, <laughs> I think we said it after the fight, didn't we? Do you get him someone that he can roll over in three or four rounds? Or do you actually get someone that can blow the cobwebs away? And after five or six rounds, I was thinking, Jesus, this is a, like this bloke, I can't believe how tough he is. But then when the fight finishes and you have a few days, you go, that was perfect for Conor Ben. Because I think the reality is, even though he, f- he felt like he was ready to go into a big fight, was he? You know, having been out of the ring for 18 months, you don't know what the whole experience has done to him from an emotional point of view and I think that was really important to bank those rounds last week. Um, let's talk about the article that surfaced a couple of days ago, uh, Thomas Hauser's article regarding Conor Ben. There's now been a statement issued last night, uh, which I will read in a second, but just on your side of stuff, I know you've published it, Matty Lawless has published it. Um, we, didn't, we didn't publish it. We you then repost Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't like to be the guy who has to send a letter to an outlet or an organisation but when people are talking shit when people are lying I mean you know I I love boxing news and I I think they are a massive integral part of the sport but when I'm reading stuff one of the problems I see these days is and we saw it in the Guardian article as well all these people yeah not not, not just the Hauser AJ one but the Don McRae one where they're building this story of people saying stuff not once do they come to us or me and say just want to let you know this has been said we're going to do you have a comment that for me signals agenda and I'm not I don't even think the boxing news do have an agenda but in general 
Like, you're basically building a story to try and stitch us up. Thomas Hauser has spoke so much rubbish, so many inaccuracies for so long about this situation, about AJ, about us, that actually, I've got to a point where I read it and I went, I actually can't believe you're publishing that. It's completely false, completely untrue. So I, I messaged Matt Christie and I went, what is this guy doing? Like, why, what are you just taking his word for it? And then, I think Rob Tebbett spoke to Sean Palmer, our legal counsel, and they said, and we explained to them what was incorrect, and they turned around and went, shit, we're really sorry, we shouldn't have printed it, and it's incorrect. So, you know, it's not a case of, right, we're taking you to court. I said, you can't, you just can't. There's been so many articles that have been incorrect, so much news that's been incorrect, that eventually we have to, like, because people read it and go, oh, that's it, that's terrible, and it's not true. So in that situation, they had to apologise, and, and you know, it was embarrassing for Thomas Hauser because what he wrote was completely, the words, completely false. Let's just pick up on the Thomas Hauser front. Obviously, there was that article that gained a lot of traction about how Anthony Joshua should retire. I know that was back in April. Now this one on Conor Ben, is there some, what, what are your thoughts? Where, where's Hauser commenting about Joe Joyce? Or like, but you know, Anthony Joshua should retire because he lost a, a split decision to Alexander Usyk. But Joe Joyce just been stopped twice. He's all right. Let him carry on. You know, and then, and then I think disgustingly, Hauser wants to talk about, you know, um, ultimately brain damage to Anthony Joshua. You're like, this isn't a guy that's taken a lot of punishment in his career. But you don't want to talk about that about someone who takes a lot of punishment like Joe Joyce. So I, I look at that as an agenda, or the only way he can get an article published is to create a story like that. They said, but like, at least call, like, we also spoke to Eddie Hearn, who said, blah, 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 blah. You know, and with the Boxing News article, it was like, you know, Conor Ben was not tested for that fight. Um, so what are you talking about? Yes, he was, multiple times. I've already said this in interviews. It's not like, you've only got to read or listen. And then he said that, um, the scientific evidence or something like that that was provided to UCAD was thrown out and like rubbish or something like that. Absolute rubbish again. But our worrying is like, like that's what you're up against sometimes. And again, I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm not saying we've done everything, you know, right. But I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And I'm glad that, you know, he had to, or they had to apologise. And it just shows you, don't believe everything you read because most of it ain't true anyway. But that was just too much. That was one where I went, no. Like, I've read loads of stuff where I thought, that's absolute bollocks. But I read that, and because it was Hauser as well, he's done it again and again and again. I thought, no, it's time it's time to out you guys. And fair play to Boxing News. They took it on the chin, and it wasn't like, you know, we want damages, we want this, we're going to sue you. It was just like, look, guys, fair's fair. This is the facts. It's complete. And they went, hands up, and it's over now. And we move forward. Do you know what I mean? But I felt like it's more about, it's not about protecting Connor, but it's not right. Like... You know, so anyway, case closed. Um, Edward, are you having any conversations with Boxer or Sky about avoiding a show clash this Saturday night? No. Um, I mean, it's already obviously already happened. So we had September for main event clash. Sorry. No. no. I mean, look, it's um, a break jet, a break. What do they call their ones? Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Yeah. So obviously we have our next gen series. They have break gen through, um, and then. It's, we had our show penned, we got a world championship double header, all our shows are VADA tested, is their show, show VADA tested at the weekend? Can somebody ask the question please? 
or do you just want to have a go at me about our fight? If we do another show this weekend, every show that we do is VADA tested, right? Read the Twitter. So when, if we, if we have an adverse finding somewhere and there isn't VADA tested on the other show, so you will never know if there's an adverse finding, don't moan if we get one. And I'm sure you'll be asking the question at the at their way in today, or someone will be. Good move forward that Matrim are doing VADA testing for every show. Are you doing VADA testing for this show? And it's definitely not confidential. Um, ben Shalom went on TalkSport and sort of said that there were some talks with Frank Warren's son, George, um, regarding the winner of Joshua Boetzi and Dan Aziz to face Anthony Yard, uh, believing that he said that they'd agreed the first fight with a potential rematch clause and the first fight would take place on Sky. Boxer then came back with a statement and said to clarify, Ben Shalom has not agreed anything with Queensbury or George Warren regarding Anthony Yard. Only initial discussions have taken place. We are looking forward to Boatsy Aziz on October 21. What are your thoughts? I'm completely baffled. I don't understand the words you just said. Ben Shalom announced that a deal's done, but then Boxer released a statement to say that's incorrect. Ben Shalom went on TalkSport and said that he was speaking with George Warren and that there were talks underway to stage the winner of Josh Boatsy and Dan Aziz on Sky, the first fight, with Anthony Yard with a potential rematch clause and then Boxer came out and replied to Michael Benson's statement saying that that's not the case. But isn't Ben Shalom Boxer? So Ben Shalom made a statement about a fight being made but then Ben Shalom issued a statement to say no that's not true. Oh no, I'm, I you've lost me, I don't get it. I mean, Have you I, not seen that? No, I saw the talk sport saying that Boatsy against Yard was on Sky and I was quite surprised because I thought TNT... What's the response to that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't... <laughs> it's like me giving an interview with you and then me releasing a statement 10 minutes later it's going, Matrim releasing a statement. Just to let you know, the statement that I just made is not actually true. So, I don't know. Maybe you got a little bit excited on air and wanted to sell a few porkies. Uh, Anthony Joshua, Bird's Nest, is it at all possible? It's not been discussed, but now, we've talked about that for a long time. Like, there hasn't really been the demand, I think, from Chinese boxing or the Chinese government to stage a big fight there with Zile Zhang, but that was before his good wins against Joyce. So, you know, we'd certainly explore that. Um, our talks continue with Deontay Wilder. I've said it a million times. If that fight doesn't happen till March, then we may fight in December, but we'll see how quickly we can close that fight. Um, Team Zhang have came out and they said they've got a lot of respect for you and Matchroom, but they begged and begged and begged you for a fight, hence why they went elsewhere. Would you agree that that? Begged for a fight in general? Yeah, yeah. they they wanted to stay with us. I don't know. I don't really know what happened. His contract was up. Um, we had matching rights. They got made an offer by Joe Joyce and we didn't match. We decided not to match and said, good luck, take the fight. And we spoke to George Warren. We helped them make that first fight. Um, love Zhang, love the team, really nice people. Um, I mean, I'm up for the AJ fight, but it's quite a big deflection because what he said in the ring after the fight was, I want Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, you're this, you're that. I want to fight him. And then it was like, I'll tell you what's a good fight. Zhang against AJ. So hang on a minute, he just called out Tyson Fury. So we'll see. Um, happy for AJ to fight Zhang. You know, I think he's a good fighter. And uh, if there's a big fight to be made in China, absolutely. There was a promo video that circulated regarding Shields Marshall, uh, the rematch being in the PFL. What were your thoughts of that? 
Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit too much of a purist sometimes. Like, just feel that first fight was a good fight. Why not make it again in boxing? Like, Clarissa Shields is not very good at MMA. Savannah Marshall's not very good at MMA. It's like me and you going on air and having a game of squash. Like, we're both useless. Who wants to watch that? Do you know what I mean? Probably but do good enough. They'll watch our interviews because we're good at that. Do you know what I mean? So stick to what you're good at. And I'd, I'd like to see the rematch. I think they should make the rematch in America. You know, and Clarissa Shields, Savannah Marshall in Detroit. Why not? But listen, if they can get a load of money to do it in MMA, I just, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like sometimes you've got to chase your legacy a bit more. And like, Shields has got a great legacy. She's undisputed and all that stuff. But Savannah's still got a lot to give to boxing. But look, there's, if there's big money for her, good luck to them both. I like them both. I think they're both great fighters. Good luck. Even Ajarko disappointed not to be on the Dublin card. We know that there was rumours of the Troy Williamson fight. Do you want to sort of address what's going on here? Um, yeah, it's pretty simple. Look, we love Keevan. He's a great fighter. We gave him, I think, three... Same mediocre fights, three good fights for his career to build, and then we were looking to put him in a big fight um, in in Ireland. Unfortunately, he broke his hand or he got a hand injury and he had to have hand surgery. So when he came back, which was in May, for the Katie Taylor fight in Dublin, which was the perfect platform for him, he he was you know ready to fight, and we said right, these are the guys we'd like you to fight, and it was a progression from his last fight. He turned around and said, look, I'm coming off a hand injury. I'd just like a warm-up, really, and then I'll fight anyone you want. Paul Reddy, um, his new training team, all said, perfect plan. Uh, Troy Williamson, perfect fight, etc. So we gave him that warm-up fight, and then now we move forward into the big fight. Again, unbelievable platform for him in Dublin. His management, his training team said, yes, perfect, perfect fight, let's do it. But Keevan just felt like he needed another run out. And I can't, like I said this in interviews the other day, I, it's nothing against Keevan. I just can't do, keep doing run outs, that no, like one-sided fights that no one's interested in. And if Keevan feels like he needs a run out, I respect that. And I, I don't, I'm not saying he doesn't need a run out, but after having a run out last time and agreeing that the plan was a run out and then a proper fight, I just can't do a run out and then another run out and then we're going next because I've got fighters and, and it, it comes back on me. This is not about Keevan, this is about like my cards because I make a fight when I create an undercard. I want you guys to go, that is a great undercard, that is a great fight. And the fight that he's asking for is not a great fight, it's a one-sided fight and it's going to cost me money that I don't want to spend. So I need guys that are ready to fight and if he doesn't feel like he's ready to fight Troy Williamson in Dublin in front of 10,000 then we're on a different page. And I think, you know, I, I think his management feel that, I think, you know, we've offered him two or three fights now that they don't feel is the right fight for there. So we've just got, you know, I think the guy said to uh, Paul Reddy, like, if there's another fight out there for him, maybe consider that. But it's disappointing because 10,000 in Dublin, like, he's a massive, I like Troy Williamson, by the way, but Keevan's a big favourite to beat Troy Williamson in Dublin. Like, it's not, he just lost nearly every round to Josh Kelly. Like, and he's a good fighter, he's a strong fighter, but I feel like that's the kind of fight that Keevan needs. And it's frustrating when people feel like that's the right fight, but he doesn't. But like, he's the boss, because fighters are the bosses in this situation. And if he doesn't feel like he wants to have a big fight, and it's November, I just saw someone said about September and he wouldn't be ready. It's November the 25th, so... Um, if he was to 
like say that he would be happy to get that fight on for the Dublin card. You still, yeah, hundred percent. I love the fight. That, by the way, it's not just Troy Williams. As long as oh, more options yeah, for that card. It's a proper fight. It's a real fight. I can't just, you know, he fought um, Grant Dennis on the last show, ten round point decision. That was the one to come back, test the hand out. Right, let's let's get moving with a career now. But he feels like he needs another fight before one of those fights, and I just can't give it to him. Eduardo, as always, thank you very much for Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.